You're listening to the A-Team Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Adam Kelly and Alan James. Join Adam and Alan as they dive into all things nutrition, training, mindset, and also bring on world-class experts within their respective fields to help you kickstart your journey towards transforming your life. Grab a coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. first two weeks people want to like i want to lose a kilo or two in the first two weeks yeah get back in the swing of things which i get from motivation side of things that's really important but at the same time you haven't got the habit the habit is not there so the first two weeks for everyone is like what's realistic that you can keep doing until june don't do more than that if, if it's three times a week and you can keep that up consistently until june that's what we're going to do if it's eating and tracking calories and you can consistently track calories up until June, we'll do that. If you don't think you're going to be tracking calories come, you know, March, April, we're not going to be tracking calories. We're going to be almost going around more of a habitual approach. You just got to find something which you think that you can do all the way to it. And that's what, so I, I always say that the first two weeks is just getting that habit in place. Is that what you've said to you guys? A big thing that I said to my guys was more or less that kind of same thing of not jumping straight back in, but the big thing was um, clarifying what you actually want to do. So I've some lots of new clients hopping on, but lots of old clients. And I think the older clients feel really pressured, new year, new me. But I said to a couple of them, you're smashing things already, so you don't really need a new year, new me. You need to keep more or less nailing them things that you were doing in the previous time. But with that being said, I do think um, a very important thing this time of the year is understanding your end destination the outcome what is that and like i've been chatting about like setting goals and stuff and sometimes they can be scary and stuff but if you don't know the end destination of where you're going how the fuck are you getting there and again what that is is like so open-ended but i kind of like look at the outcome in regards to the goal how do you want to perform every day is a kind of a user i think when we talked to matt like he talked about that rolls royce type thing and i always talk to my clients about that supercar type thing what does that look like and and then the kind of stuff that you do all the time is kind of just the habit based stuff as you were kind of saying so that's the kind of stuff that i've been working on with my clients in the last week or so i hundred percent agree though that having an end goal in place like like you said i'm going to dubai now in march like i know for a fact that oh my god how easy is sticking on point until march going to be for me and like i haven't got like a big goal i don't want to get down to like that 89 kilo that we discussed but i wouldn't mind like i'm 102 at the moment if i got down to around that like 95 i'd probably be quite chilling i'd probably like i remember when i got down to 95 last time as paul said on the way down i looked pretty good but on the way back up i looked pretty shit so i'm happy to just get that like 95 mark and then just cruise there and i might even try and cruise that way and get stronger and beast it that way through the rest of the year but just having march 20th i can stick to some sort of regimented plan until march 20th depending on what the new baby says <laughs> but like that's like looking today like about 12 weeks ish what if i lost a pound every two weeks yeah it's sick that's six plus three kilos i was in there probably need to lose a pound a week to be fair Mm. and i think as well um i've been saying to a lot of my clients so like when we come off christmas usually motivation is very high at the start of january 
there's a reason why gyms are full there's a reason why gym memberships are the highest ever and there's a reason why they're very empty in february (laughs) because the motivation usually dips so we kind of go in all guns and see what happens and as you said at the start if you can't maintain that okay probably not going to be something that you want to do so i was saying to a lot of my clients motivation is fine and we want to get back to what we had a discussion about ages ago but like motivation is okay i want to do it right now because everything feels really good but sometimes we have to have the discipline when the motivation goes because yeah, the discipline is when you're showing up when you don't really want to do but, and but that's once again, the difference once again take advantage of that motivation right the motivation is there take full advantage like oh yeah exactly and like you can really take advantage of that but as long as you understand that it's not always going to be there. And maybe after a couple of weeks, it's not as high as it was, but you're after, oh fuck, I'm down two kilos or I'm feeling better or I have more energy. And I think that's a kind of a problem as well. Like it's the consistency of your efforts, like long-term for you three months or whatever. Like you're not going to, I was chatting to a client about this the other day. He wanted larger arms was something that he wanted for Christmas, <laughs> but for New Year, right? And I was like, okay, he wanted to fill out the t-shirt a little bit more, which is a sick goal. But I said, you're not going to see the success of your three sets of 12 on your hammer curls on tuesday or on thursday or on next saturday or even three months time but if you keep doing the do for a long period of time you keep doing the do that's your fucking thing that's my thing just do the do (laughs) yeah but if he keeps um hitting the things he needs to do along with the protein intake and all the other stuff he has to do okay he's probably going to be on a place where he is going to have larger arms but the problem is is with people they don't do the do and they get pissed off for the results that they can get for the work they didn't do and unfortunately if you put in the fucking work you'd get the result and that's as simple as that you know and that's the thing like we make it sound like the way it was described then it is as simple as that and it's just like as long as you enjoy what that is your sound whatever the do is for you to get to your goals you've got to enjoy that that approach could you imagine like if you trained in a specific way which you could not stand imagine like Imagine if your choice of exercise to lose fat was CrossFit and you hated CrossFit, you hated blowing out your ass. And all you know is, is I'm going to absolutely blitz CrossFit now in January and February because I know, oh, I've seen Rich Fronin on the on the TV and he is jacked and shredded and he does CrossFit. So therefore, I'm going to just do CrossFit until I look like Rich Fronin. And it just doesn't really work that way. You've got to pick something that you think, you know, I enjoy going to the gym four times a week. I enjoy eating, you know, three nice protein and veg-based meals. And I can more or less do that, you know, every week, week in, week out consistently. I'm okay with that. If that's what you can do, you can get good results on that. And even for the first kind of two weeks, as you kind of alluded to at the start, um, you could get rid of the weight scales and all these things and just focus on, Go back to that supercar. Well, it's just doing that, isn't it? Just three times a week, three pro heavy protein based meals, three. It's habit based stuff. Yeah, habit based stuff, and it's just like just get just get into that, isn't it? Like go back to how you want to feel, because the majority of people that do listen to this want to feel awesome, look awesome. They're kind of the two really good fucking things that you want to do. So, like, if you work on the stuff on the back end, um, usually a lot of that stuff has been neglected over christmas which is fine you're sitting up a little bit later you're drinking a little bit more and all the other stuff which is all fine but you probably have to get out of routines a little bit so maybe setting up them routines a little bit more so if you're trying to get back into work maybe try and get your sleeping 
kind of clocks back onto a similar place than when yeah. they were prior. Because if you're going to bed later, you're getting up later. But now you're getting up at six, but fuck, I'm not getting up till nine over Christmas. That's going to kill you for a week or two. So maybe trying getting them aligned a little bit more will help you on the back end. But it's the unsexy stuff. But if you can do the unsexy stuff for two weeks, you're going to be able to do a lot more of that sexy stuff on the front end after that, you know? That's what Jordan Peterson says, isn't it? Did you listen to the Stephen Bartlett sick podcast, yeah? One of the best podcasts I have ever listened to. Big statement. <laughs> Honestly. No, also, oh, mate, I was going to say, I was going to tell you the best podcast I've ever listened to was Chris Williamson's Year Review. Oh, I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, sick. Uh, but John Peterson, Stephen Butler podcast, He, uh, John Peterson talked about getting your house in order. And it's just like, I know people are going to be absolutely um, flabbergasted and confused and a little bit fucking shits everywhere because they haven't got their house in order. And the perfect example is, is like, do you know Joe, Joe DeFranco? Uh, he's like an, yeah. Amer- he's like an American or personal trainer guy. Uh, he was talking about the three kinds of people in the world, right? One kind of person will litter. That's just as it is. Uh, the second kind of person will put their own litter in the bin, which is standard in all of their people. And the third kind of person will pick up other people's litter and their own litter and put that in the bin. And there's that third kind of person mentality, which you kind of want to almost develop and identify with in order to get you to that almost like that next level. So it's a perfect example is shoes at the bottom of the stairs. You know they got to go in your bedroom, but you walk past them day in, day out, and you leave these shoes at the bottom of the stairs. You got to train yourself to be the kind of person that wants to pick up them shoes and then take them to your room. Or do you know when you wake up and you, you don't make your bed as early as you should, you want to be the kind of person that makes the bed when it's done because these things are going to get ingrained into your own doing and your own being and doing the do is going to be easier because you're just more efficient. I got a name for it now. It's called dad productivity. Since he's been born, mate, I've been like, right, super productive, like getting stuff done. There's a couple of glasses in the bedroom that don't need to be there. There's a bit of a mess. I'll just tidy it up as I see it. And that sort of mentality doesn't just stay with you in your day-to-day life, but it also transition to your like fitness life. Like you, you go for a run because you'll find it just right. I've got to get it done. You've got to be fast and sharp. It's a, just a mentality, isn't it? Mm, and uh, like even um, just kind of on a kind of a side note to that, and I'm just going to go a hard right here. In regards to the gym and, and all the stuff on that front end, people want to go and like hard and at it and go and wreck themselves. But a lot of that kind of stuff may complicate your life initially early on because you're putting too many balls in the air that you can't keep in. And usually, as I say, coming off a Christmas type of thing where everything's out of order, your house is out of order. Yeah. And now we're trying to do everything all at once and you're back and working. Everything's all over the place. Whereas you could almost like not train really for the first week or two and get your house in order would be getting some sleeping type of stuff in check. Maybe getting that hydration stuff in check. Maybe mapping out what the week is going to look like. What's your ideal week look like in regards to everything that you have to do? When can I actually train? Fuck, I can't train at all on a Tuesday, but I wanted to hit legs on a Tuesday. Okay, well, maybe train on a Wednesday. Again, just get that clutterfuck out of your head and just allow yourself to understand because what's going to happen from that? You feel, okay, I've space to this. You're going to enjoy it more because it doesn't feel like a chore. You're in the gym and it's like, fuck, I have to be out of here what's, in half an hour. Is there Navy SEALs that have that saying? Um... Proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. That's fucking sick. Yeah, sick, isn't it? 
And it's, yeah. a, it, it's exactly that. What's your, what's your ideal week? What's your ideal day? You can kind of like put it into a block. I used to do this a lot, actually, where I'd get, um, I used to get my whiteboard and I used to do like some squares where you do like two blocks for the morning, two blocks for the afternoon. Uh, you can do another two blocks for the evening or you could just like, you could literally time block it by hour if you had a big enough whiteboard. But then you kind of like write down, right, your non-negotiable family stuff. You know for a fact that you've got to take your kids somewhere at a certain time or you know for a fact Wednesday's date night, I can't do anything that day. So you scribble that shit out ready for it. You know for a fact you work at specific times. So you scribble out your working day, right? These are the blocks which are now, they're gone. I can't exercise in these blocks. But now you've got like these blank white spaces on your board where actually I got three hours on a Thursday afternoon where I have no obligations. I could fit in an hour workout there. Actually, I could potentially fit in an hour meal prep straight after it because that's the way that Thursday night is structured. And you just got to like be organized and find them little gaps just like that. And once you get organized in, you feel better. 100%. Feel better. And like if you feel like this is working and it doesn't feel like a chore because mm. the worst type of people in the world that are chasing their tail all the time, they are sleep deprived and all that other shit that they have. Okay, you're chasing your tail from the second you get out of that bed or the second that alarm goes off. You're never going to get anything done. And I was having a chat with a fella yesterday and he was saying that um, I'm getting to a stage now where something needs to change. I've been on this road for two years and I need to stop now. Because if I keep going on this road for the next 20 years, I won't be fucking here, he said. And it was just kind of, okay, he need to put a roadblock inside there and almost get down that hill. And I think um, the Jordan Peterson podcast with Stephen Bartlett, or maybe it was a different podcast with Stephen Bartlett. They were talking, maybe it was the Mark Manson one, which is fucking sick as is well. Is it? I listened to the Ben Francis one yesterday. Sick, but they talked about human beings are fantastic at going up hills. Um, so that's like your goals or whatever it is in life, right? So once you get up that hill, there's a struggle, you get there and you eventually get to the top. I'm probably hammering this now, but you're going to get the idea. (laughs) So once you get to the top, then you're going to, oh fuck, this view is unreal. That lake is fantastic. So you have a look at the place. And if you stay there too long, what I said to my clients, like of not setting a new goal, you'll probably go back down that hill or revert backwards. But when you get to the top of the hill, once you're finished with that view, you're hoping that there's another hill on the horizon that's a bit taller, a bit larger, so you can go again. And that's the kind of mentality. I, you, I think you might have also talked about this on um, the Jordan Peterson one as well, mind. Definitely did. And I just thought it was a fantastic thing because, like, if you look at that, like, the best goals that you ever achieve are going to come from a period of, I hate the word, but you're going to suffer and struggle a little bit. Ups but, and downs. That's progress, right? For my personal self, and it's not for everyone, happiness for me is progress and that's my own definition of it my definition of happiness does change i just know that i'm in such a better mental headspace if i'm progressing on a regular basis you know my fitness goals are getting better my body composition is getting better even like financially getting better you just feel better when you're progressing but then if your definition of like happiness is like contentment it doesn't necessarily have to like be as aggressive you just gotta find where your sweet spot is if you aren't happy with your body yeah you kind of have to change it but if you actually think your body is doing quite all right you can just like cruise in, in that area you just have to like know not to go back down that hill if that makes sense um naval ravikant i'm reading his book at the moment it's actually not a book did you know that did you know he didn't write it no who wrote it uh, this guy called eric johnson wrote there and basically what he's done is he's listened to every single one of his uh podcasts 
He's read every single one of his tweets and he's sectioned them out into five sections. One's like wealth, one's like happiness, one's like attention. He's just blocked them, put transcripts of all of his podcasts down. And after he's done transcripts of all of his podcasts, he's done his own write-up on what that interpretation is. Mate, so good. Sick. And I think as well, just go back to, I think it was the Mark Manson one I listened to after that. So when we're talking about going uphill, he talks about it in relationships and things like that. So like if relationships are shit, it feels like you're trying to push something up the hill. But when you get things really right, instead of going up the hill, it's very easy to shove something back down the hill. So when things are going really right, it doesn't feel like an effort is what I kind of took from that. Yeah. And it's just like, but how do you get there is working on that stuff on the back end. And it's not all the sexy stuff that you need to do in the front. You need to work on yourself. 100%. That's the fuck, that is the biggest fucking thing that you need to do. You know what I mean? Do you mean from from like a a psychological standpoint or do you mean from like a habit? I fucking think from everything. Because I think the journey that you go on, you become a a new person. Say the person that's in front of you is a product of their actions. Unhappy, overweight, just all that stuff that people are when they're there, which is cool. So they seek out for help. But the person that they want to become lives a certain life. It looks a certain way. Usually that's a product of actions and a certain headspace and whatever that is there. Forget about the goal then. You need to undertake the actions of that person and eventually you'll become that person. But along the way, you need to almost like love the journey of the person you're going to become yeah 100 because that's fucking inspiring as fuck you know plus um uh i've seen cool runnings feel the rhythm feel the rhyme <laughs> get on up it's bobsleigh time i see pride i see power that right but that itself it goes um when they name the bobsleigh they say what's the bobsleigh's name he's like cool runnings what's it mean peace be the journey <laughs> <laughs> the journey to the man in the orange suit <laughs> and it's just it's just exactly that it's just like if you're not enjoying your shit life if you're not enjoying getting in shape find a way you can enjoy it isn't it yeah and i think the biggest thing um that i will say to people out there as well like the beauty of being in this stage we're in right now in 2022 right you have the access to the most information ever like compared to other years gone by you've just so much shit out there like everything that you need to know about everything that you need like in any facet of your life is there on the internet somewhere the problem is you have to troll through it to try and find out what works what doesn't work and things like that and i think that what right now is people aren't paying for information they're paying for implementation so to try and shorten your route to success get rid of all the fucking fluff of what you actually need and stop hopping on the fucking latest fad diet and stop hopping on the latest shitty program because you can't stick to them try and as you said try and find something that you can do right now and maybe increase that over time with enjoyment and things like that because yeah cool you can go on a shake diet i had a client done something with me last week and he was saying he done a shake diet lost like five or six kilos in two weeks and two weeks later he was up like 12. Okay. It's madness because you don't ever learn anything from it. Yeah, you get, they work acutely, but they don't teach you anything. So unless you learn behavior change, behavior change isn't happening in two weeks. That's why these start of January type thing is very important. It's not about the end goal right now. It's trying to carve out the habits and routines and structures and stuff of what you want to live and maybe try and fine tune it over the next two weeks. Because if you map out what your ideal week looks like and it's fucking shit okay well 
you need to re-week and retest that the following week. And eventually you'll fine tune it because I have my ideal week and it works really well for me. And when I travel, it fucks it up and uh, it causes me a lot of stress. But yeah. when I in my routine, it's a breeze. Yeah, 100%. And I, you don't necessarily have to do this alone as well. I, I know, obviously, it sounds like an upsell to coaching, but every time I've been, well, when we did coaching together, like I got the best shape of my life because... I had somebody there to take all the thinking out of it for me. And I, I 100% couldn't value coaching any more than I do now because I just fully believe in it. And that's why I'm a coach. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like for us, we have coaches in... Everything. I got a coach for business, got a coach for body. It's everything. Yeah, exactly. And it's even just like the groups of mentors, like you, like you said, you got like, there's nothing more powerful than say a group of mates who got the same goal. Like when it, when I had the lads holiday to Marbella, which was a stag do, right? We had a group chat of like, um, like I think it was like 15 of us, but in the group chat every day, we just like, we're on this lads, the boys were like sending photos of their meal preps, the boys were sending photos of protein shakes, the boys were sending photos of them in the gym, going for a run. And obviously me and my mate were in London, all the boys were in Wales. And me and my mate were like, Oh shit, we we got to get flipping jack now. And we just we were literally we were just there like morning cardio, meal prepping every day, hitting the gym every evening. We had like our little like cheat sort of binge on like uh on like a Saturday, which we fasted up until we were like really regimented with how we packed it. And when we got there, we were in such better shapes than everyone else. We were like, oh, we didn't see this because we weren't in Wales seeing what they actually looked like. Yeah. <laughs> we just we just got there, we were just like did we go too far? <laughs> <laughs> I might put a t-shirt back on. <laughs> yeah. It was sick though, mate. Mate, it was nothing better than being in Marbella, just trying to show the nines, like, just like, ultimate confidence. Like, that is the, the beauty of coaching too, because like, um, I love to put a roadmap in front for my clients, because it's very easy to get to that end goal, go back to that thing we're talking about, that hill, you're at the top of that hill. It's fucking sexy as fuck there once you get there. The problem is, that you don't ever learn or set something or understand how to maybe live here. And you end up going down that hill because it's unsatisfying and unfulfilling and you're fucking at the end of the hill again. And let's fucking go again. And this is why people feel on a wheel forever in regards to trying to get in shape because they get to the end goal because you know what to do. Train, eat less and eat protein and do all the fucking shit you need to do. But as yeah. Paul said, you don't understand how to live in quadrant four, which is reasonable lifestyle and food and all that stuff and reasonable training because humans fucking suck at that yeah 100 100 and just maintaining a sustainable body like it doesn't necessarily have to, it doesn't mean you're going to go dick skin lean but it's just a body which you can just enjoy life but just like be quite happy and quite content with your shape isn't it and your goals will change then once like if i think you said a while ago if you're content with where you are Okay, well then nothing really has to change um, right now because if you're in a pretty good place with how you look and how you feel and how you're performing and you don't because the problem is that when people want to change, you have to do something to get there. It requires an effort, really. It yeah. requires less of an effort really to change the person that you are, that you are content. But from a behavior standpoint, it requires a lot more because you have never achieved that before. I think that's the fucking real difference thing here is that you need to understand that okay once you get to your end goal okay how do i reverse engineer from that because um you don't want to get to the end of the hill again and go back up that hill and go back down and go back up again because it's just it just wrecks your head 
Well, that's the, that's the thing, another thing that Jordan Peterson said, isn't it? He said, um, oh, I might be Naval Ravikant, actually. This is Naval Ravikant. He was just saying us suffering in the association. Like, you've got to find things which are going to get you toward your goal, and you've got to associate them in a positive way instead of what they actually are as a negative way. Things like suffering and effort are two things which people do not want to do. They don't want to put effort. They don't want to suffer. In actual fact, they're the two things which you do want to do in order to achieve your goals. And that's not a bad thing. You've got to just change your association and change the meaning of the word effort and suffering. Because you, if you think of it, it means effort means success. Suffering means progress. Think about these things. Just change the meaning of effort doesn't have to be a negative thing. Effort is going to make you a better person, going to make life your family better. It's going to make you a more positive, uh, enlightened person. So just put more effort in, suffer more, and change the association with what them two things mean and just work on them. And what you think as well there, I think you hit the nail on the head there, would be, I think even though the effort and the suffering may feel like, okay, I don't want to do this, but now, but I can 100%, well, maybe not 100%, but I can say with a good faith that you're never not going to have a smile on your face once you put that effort in. 100%. When it's done, have you, have you ever had a beast of a workout where you absolutely bury yourself in the ground and you've just gone, I feel like awful, I wish I regret doing that? You never regret doing that. You never regret like a full day of sticking to your, your diet plan. No, you're not like because you went through the do. <laughs> you, done, you, you, done. you did a do. You <laughs> yeah, so like you um, went through that process and yeah, you put in effort and it maybe you were maybe suffering a little bit through that, but you get to the end of the day and you tick off that box, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm a bit further on than I was yesterday. And that's kind of the ultimate goal here. We're not striving for 100% perfection. We're striving to be a better individual than you were in 2021. So if that's 1% or 2% enhanced than when you were last year, you're doing a pretty good fucking job. Yeah, just beat who you were last week, isn't it? And I think that's um one big thing as well that we could almost finish on. Um, Like... If the goals and stuff that you want to achieve are reflections of these unrealistic things you see on social media of influencers and rip guys in shape or even females that are in incredible shape and things like that, it's ridiculous because you're comparing yourself against a highlight reel that is unsustainable, unrealistic. And these guys potentially do not even look like that. They've probably done a photo shoot in one time of the year, took 500 photographs and have enough content to post for the rest of the year for the next couple of years. But you're giving yourself that false thing. At the end of the day, it's not you versus a Gymshark athlete. It's you versus you yesterday. And I think if you can understand that going into 2022, stop focusing on all the sexy stuff in the front end. Start working on yourself as an individual and all the stuff will actually become more enhanced and the effort that you put in you'll actually get a kind of a reward from that you know what i mean so a massive thank you for tuning in to the podcast if you found some value from this episode make sure that you share this with some friends and family members it would really help the podcast out a lot we would love it if you could share this on your social media channels make sure that you tag myself and alid so that we can thank you personally on to the next episode chat soon